Exodus chapter 38 verse 1, And he made the altar of burnt offering of acacia wood. Five cubits was the length thereof, and five cubits the breadth thereof, four square, and three cubits the height thereof. Two, and he made the horns thereof upon the four corners of it. The horns thereof were of one piece with it, and he overlaid it with brass. Acacia wood is also used for the altar in the courtyard, but instead of being overlaid with gold, it's overlaid with brass, which is harder, and so you can burn things on it. 3. And he made all the vessels of the altar, the pots and the shovels and the basins, the flesh hooks and the fire pans, all the vessels thereof made he of brass. Those are solid brass instead of solid gold. Those are going to be used to sacrifice the animals. The pots are to collect the ashes. The shovels are also to collect the ashes after the animal is completely burnt. The basins are used to collect the blood when the blood is drained out of the animal. And the flesh hooks are used to heave the parts of the carcass up onto the altar. And the fire pans are used to collect the coals and the coals and the wood that would cause the sacrifice to burn. All those vessels, all those tools are made of brass. 4. And he made for the altar a grating of network of brass under the ledge round about it beneath, reaching halfway up. This is a grating that the sacrificed animal rests on. They never burn an animal alive. They always cut its jugular vein and then it bleeds out and that's how it dies. And it goes unconscious before it's fully dead. It doesn't feel hardly any pain. They use a very sharp knife so that the animal doesn't feel hardly any pain at all. And it dies really quickly within a couple of minutes. Then after it's dead, then they cut it up and they lay the parts of it on the altar, depending on what kind of sacrifice it is. The grating allows them to put the coals and the wood under the grating and then have the animal above that to get burned up. There's kind of a ledge halfway up on the inside of the altar, and on that ledge goes the grating of brass, and over that is the animal, but under that is where the fire is. 5. And he cast four rings for the four ends of the grating of brass to be holders for the staves. 6. And he made the staves of acacia wood and overlaid them with brass. Again, these staves are used to carry it. 7. And he put the staves into the rings on the sides of the altar wherewith to bear it, and he made it hollow with planks. They can carry the altar as well when they need to transport it. Because remember, these people are going to be traveling through the desert for 40 years. Sometimes they'll stop and camp out for a day, sometimes for a week, sometimes for a couple of months or six months, just depending on however long God wants them to stay in one place. But when God starts moving, when either the pillar of cloud or the pillar of fire starts moving, then the whole camp packs up and follows it. They're going to have to carry these things on staves periodically. 8. And he made the laver of brass, and the base thereof of brass, of the mirrors of the serving women that did service at the door of the tent of meeting. The laver is of brass mirror-like material, so they can actually see their reflection in it. And this is where the priests wash their hands and their feet. And I think it can also be used to wash the animal parts for the sacrifice. 9. And he made the court. For the south side southward, the hangings of the court were of fine twined linen, a hundred cubits. There's a south side to the court and north side to the court. Because remember, the courtyard goes all around the tabernacle. 10. Their pillars were 20, and their sockets 20 of brass. The hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. The outer courtyard has sockets of brass. 
but the hooks are silver. The tabernacle itself has sockets of silver, because you know the more precious metals are closer inward, closer to the tabernacle. 11. And for the north side, a hundred cubits, their pillars twenty, and their sockets twenty of brass, the hooks of the pillars, and their fillets of silver. It's talking about the outer courtyard. 12. And for the west side were hangings of fifty cubits. Now, the west side is the back end. Their pillars ten, and their sockets ten. The hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver. The fillets are silver, but the sockets are brass. There's ten in the back, because it's a shorter end, because it's a rectangle. 13. And for the east side, fifty cubits. East side, eastward, fifty cubits. 14. The hangings for the one side of the gate were fifteen cubits, their pillars three, and their sockets three. These are the hangings that are made of linen. The hanging itself is fifteen cubits long, and it has three pillars and three sockets on the east side. 15. And so for the other side, on this hand and that hand, by the gate of the court, were hangings of fifteen cubits, their pillars three and their sockets three. 16. All the hangings of the court round about were of fine twined linen. This is the white linen. The screen in the front has the design in multicolors. It's in red, purple, gold, and blue, and it's the design of the cherubim. 17. And the sockets for the pillars were of brass, the hooks of the pillars and their fillets of silver, and the overlaying of their capitals of silver. Now the capital is that decoration on the top that you see in like Greek pillars, the decorative top part of it. So that's the capital, and that's made of silver. And all the pillars of the court were filleted with silver. 18. And the screen for the gate of the court was the work of the weaver in colors. They wove the screen of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twined linen, and twenty cubits was the length, and the height in the breadth was five cubits, answerable to the hangings of the court. The length has to match the hangings of the court, but this is the covering that's in the front door area. I've seen some pictures where all these colors are intertwined, but I think that they were separated because it would be more beautiful if they're separated, and it would be more discernible what the colors are so that you would discern the meaning behind the color. Because when you separate it, you can see that blue means holiness, white means righteousness, gold means royalty, red is the blood of the sacrifice, and purple is also royalty. Plus, you could use the separated colors to create the image of the cherubim. 19. And their pillars were four, and their sockets four, of brass, their hooks of silver, and the overlaying of their capitals, and their fillets of silver. That's for the multicolored hanging in the front. 20. And all the pins of the tabernacle and of the court roundabout were of brass. Those are the pins in the ground that are all around the tabernacle that are the tent stakes. 21. These are the accounts of the tabernacle, even the tabernacle of the testimony, as they were rendered according to the commandment of Moses, through the service of the Levites by the hand of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest. Aaron's son, Ithamar. He must have wrote this down, I guess. It's the account of what happened, and it confirms that the Israelites did follow the pattern that God gave Moses on the mountain. They didn't deviate from it. 22. And Basilel the son of Uri, the son of Hur of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord commanded Moses. He faithfully made all of those things that were inside the tabernacle, all the furnishings, all the utensils and dishes, and everything else that was needed, including the perfume. 
23, and with him was Aholiab, the son of Ahizamach, of the tribe of Dan, a craftsman, and a skillful workman, and a weaver in colors, in blue, and in purple, and in scarlet, and fine linen. And Aholiab is the one who made all the drapings, all the linens, and all the, the animal skins, and the goat hair drapings for the tabernacle. 24. All the gold that was used for the work and all the work of the sanctuary, even the gold of the offering, was twenty and nine talents, twenty-nine talents of gold, and seven hundred and thirty shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. About one thousand six hundred and fifty-three pounds of gold. It's actually more than that because it's twenty-nine talents plus seven hundred and thirty shekels. 25. And the silver of them that were numbered of the congregation was a hundred talents and a thousand seven hundred and three score and fifty shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. So that would be more than 570 pounds of silver. 26. A becca a head, that is half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary, for everyone that passed over to them that are numbered from 20 years old and upward for 600,000 and 3,550 men. Remember when God said that all the men had to pay a ransom? Every man over 20 years old had to pay a ransom for his life, or his family had to pay a ransom. That money, and it was used to create the tabernacle and maintain it, and that money added up to a becca per head, per man, which is half a shekel. All of those men totaled 603,550 men altogether. 27. And the hundred talents of silver were for casting the sockets of the sanctuary and the sockets of the veil. A hundred sockets for the hundred talents. A talent for a socket. The sanctuary is the tabernacle itself. A hundred talents of the silver that was used in the entire tabernacle were used for that sanctuary. The inner part. 28. And of the thousand seven hundred seventy and five shekels, he made hooks for the pillars and overlaid their capitals and made fillets for them. The leftover that was 1,775 shekels of silver, that was what he used to make the hooks for the pillars and to overlay the capitals and make the fillets. 29. And the brass of the offering was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. A shekel is smaller than a talent, so that's why it's naming the talents first. So it's over 70 talents, over 4,000 pounds of brass. 30. And therewith he made the sockets to the door of the tent of meeting, and the brazen altar, and the brazen grating for it, and all the vessels of the altar. It was over 4,000 pounds of brass that was used to make all those parts. The sockets to the door, the altar, and the grating for the altar, and all the vessels of the altar. 31. And the sockets of the court round about, and the sockets of the gate of the court, and all the pins of the tabernacle, and all the pins of the court roundabout. So all these things were included in that amount of brass, um, over 4,000 pounds. And that concludes Exodus chapter 38.